This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. I am thrilled to introduce you to Gemma Story from Infinity Creative. Gemma, it is an absolute pleasure to see you here today. Please introduce yourself. Oh, thank you for having me, Trudy. Yes, sir, you know, I'm Gemma, but I call myself the brand alchemist. So I like to basically create what I call branding love spells for female entrepreneurs. Perfect. Um, you talk about in the book the roller coaster of the ups and downs of being an entrepreneur. How have you navigated these ups and downs for yourself? Yeah, so I would say for me, I just don't like taking the word no. So going back from my journey, I had so many naysayers like, you can't do this, you can't be that, you're a woman, whatever. You're just every sort of aspect of my sort of education, it was just kind of saying, this is how you will be when you leave uni. And that's how you take it. So I guess for me, I just didn't want to take no for an answer, basically. That's really interesting. Has somebody actually said to you, you can't do that because you're a woman? Yeah. So basically, when I graduated, I went straight into a job, which was very lucky at the time. And I was in an all male um, environment. So I just remember at the moment I graduated and took that job, I had this feeling inside me that this wasn't for me but because everyone around me was like you should be so lucky you have this job you need to take it and I think as I stayed there for so many years I just was subject to a lot of sexist comments and like I remember one time I was in the office with my other male director and he was listening to the radio and he heard that a woman run won the marathon and he actually turned around and said crikey Gemma a woman actually ran the marathon and I just remember thinking I don't want to be in this environment and that was kind of like I would say the first turning point of me thinking I need to leave. Um, but at the time, it's all down to confidence, isn't it? It is. But when you think about those ups and downs of what you've been through in the corporate world and having your own business, it's, it's knowing that that roller coaster, that the highs are worth it. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think eventually I just knew that I wanted something better and I knew that I could do better. And like you start to see the cracks of how sort of like their morals weren't quite aligned to me and I just remember like when I used to go home I used to watch like um like freelance graphic designers on YouTube and how well they've done it I just think oh god I wish I could be like that one day and then I think eventually I started like writing a business plan for myself and like that was like a chance for me just to sort of dream about it let alone do it that's it isn't it it's when the title of your book is your dreams are limitless and yeah. when Think about that sitting, dreaming, wishing, wanting. And when so many people and hopefully people that are listening and watching this will think, I wish I could do that. It is that the action that you then take when you start realizing that your dreams are limitless. 
yeah, I think that's what I realized. The power of the mind is so strong. I mean, that's when I started like reading books like The Secret and uh, The Magic of Your Mind. And I just started to like really dive into that side of things because I think ultimately it's inner work. And I think once you sort of train yourself, like, yes, I, I believe in myself. I don't care if anyone, no one else believes in me. As long as I believe in myself, I can literally achieve anything if I can conceive the idea. And that was what kept me going through the whole entire journey. Amazing. So what was your wake up call? What led you to start your own business? So I think that the main wake up call, it was like a domino effect. So it was like the last sort of like four or five months of where my agency job was. And I was so unhappy and I used to come home so miserable. I used to take it out on my partner and he'd say, you're not the Gemma that I used to know. And I was working like something silly, like 16 hour days. And I saw like my seniors would leave dead on like five o'clock and they'd leave us like deadlines that need to be done the next day. And then eventually my health took a real uh, turn. So because of these long hours, I gained so much weight. I had headaches. And then where the actual office was, it was next to an airfield. So it had no, it had windows, but you couldn't open them. Um, so they had this dodgy aircon unit and the aircon literally sat above my desk. And it was like spitting out like bits of mold. And a member of the cleaner once said to me, crikey, I know your desk needs a clean. I had to clean it every day. And so eventually I had a, a respiratory problem. It was like a chronic sinus, basically. And it was around Christmas. So I was working extra late. And it was like the run up to um, the Christmas and New Year. And next thing I know, I just remember calling my mum saying, you need to come and get me. I don't feel well. And I just collapsed in the foyer. So I ended up waking up in hospital on a, a drip. And that was my wake up call. I said to myself, is this a life? Like, do I really want to live this? Like, you know, I'm not sort of saying no one should have a nine to five job. But for me personally, it didn't agree with my health. I mean, who says that you need to be creative nine to five, you know? And that was when I started looking at the potential of going freelance. And it scared me because not only were my colleagues against it, my own family was as well. As I say, they've been in jobs for like 40, 50 years, because I guess that was the norm for our parents. But for me, I just questioned the norm. And I remember handing in my notice and it actually got declined. They, they just they just straight up declined it, which I didn't think they could do. Um, so that was quite interesting, because then the next few days they pulled me down to the canteen. I was like, what is the actual reason? And they thought I was just being an emotional woman. And that's when I thought I need to leave even more so. And um, fast forward to my leaving day, um, one of my one of the particular co-directors, he got quite drunk and he stumbled across and he basically just said to me, you know, not many female freelancers make it. Why don't you just come back to work on Monday? And that was the fire in my belly. I was like, I'm going to prove you wrong. And that's kind of where it started. It was March 2018. I think what's brilliant in that as well is that it. I think a lot of people start with that. I'm going to prove you wrong. But actually what we learn and what we see is that we're proving to ourselves that we can do it. And I know that you've come to that realization and you're proving to yourself all the time that your dreams are limitless and that you can create whatever you want to. I think that's the pinch me moment, isn't it? It, it? Literally, when you review it and you look back and think, crikey, I have come a long way. Even though in the grand scheme of things, I say to myself, it's only been three years. But when I look back at those three years, not only has it changed my lifestyle, it's changed like how I am and like 
I just feel like I'm more proud of myself. Whereas before I felt like I was settling and that's why I think I got ill because everything was resisting from it. Mm. And I think that's what it is. You just want to live a life of happiness and contentment. And it's, and it's different for everyone. As I say, not saying it's bad to be in a nine to five job, but I just said for me, what I craved the most was, was freedom. And I just didn't get that. I felt very limited at that place. Whereas now I feel limitless. So that's probably the best thing to describe it as. I love it. Um, what I love about what you've created is that you talk about magic um, and getting that into other people's brands. But how have you put magic into your brand? Yeah. So basically, when I um, decided to go freelance, obviously, I put something very quick together, like the branding and the website. And looking back, it was hideous and it was nothing that I was aligned to. And of course, from that, it just basically attracted all the wrong clients, all the sort of corporates, which I was trying to avoid because I literally thought I had to be um, to be seen as, as bigger and corporate online. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, I think after a few sort of nightmare clients, as you know, and working with you, I realized that I was holding back. Um, so I really had to go through another rebrand for myself. But the reason why I was holding back is I think people would think I was weird or they thought, oh crikey she's very witchy like do I really want to like work with that but then what I realized is that's okay I don't need to work with everyone because if you work with everyone you're casting your net too wide I only want to work with a select few and I do believe that like attracts like so that's when I thought if I'm going to rebrand I'm just going to have to go for it so we're talking black cat stars sparkles cauldrons potions you name it I've even named my packages in sort of a, a mystical kind of way and now when I get feedback now, they're saying that's the reason why I chose you. Like going back to that, my dream client that I'm working with now, she actually said um, when I was doing my research, I, I landed on your website and I knew that I didn't, didn't need to go any further. So for that, for me, that was confirmation of like I did the right thing. So basically that was like um, a light bulb moment for me in my business. So I try and preach that to my clients now because they always say to me, but surely if I I brand like this, this is what I'll attract. But it's like, no, you literally just brand how you are. Just literally take your personality, give it to me. I'll whiz it up and I'll inject it into your branding. And again, with photos, like I can't stress the photos enough as well, because I think um, I go back to my favorite quote, like people buy people like with um, Seth Godin. It's true because people, there's so many branding and web designers out there. And that's the thing they can go with anyone. But the reason why they go with me or someone else is because their personality, they, they want to know if they can work with them. And so, yeah, that's basically what I try and do for my clients as well. Yeah, I love it. And everything that you're saying, I mean, you can feel the passion in how you're talking and what you're saying and that there's there's so much that comes through that when people listen to this, they will be able to go, I want that. I need that. I want to get my personality out there in a way that that benefits my business. And we are yeah. told what we should do, what we have to do, what what is right when actually pff, be you. <laughs> question the norm like it's like for example if you love llamas brand with llamas or if you love bananas in yellow or you like gold glitter daisies yeah that's what I mean it may not be the norm but it makes you stand out and that's what I talk about is your unique stardust you don't want to you want to sprinkle that unique stardust across the world and that's really what makes people attract to you so go full out is what I would say to anyone okay so on that what's the one lesson that you would tell every entrepreneur that they should know uh, that, that you've learned through your journey 
I would say um, for me personally, it's, it's the whole comparisonitis, you know, so like don't compare your chapter one with someone's chapter 20, because I feel like I've noticed it with when I started the business, as well as like my clients, they want to, they want to run before they can walk. Whereas I feel like it's just, it's steps. You've got to up level. I, I see it as like levels, like you're at level one, that's all about just being visible, you know? So like, just get out there networking. Level two is about starting to like grow the business. And then it's like level three is your marketing. So I would say to anyone, like, just don't be disheartened. You haven't got like the most software or all the marketing tools that does come. And it is just like one moment you'll just go, okay, now I've got the money to maybe invest in a VA or an accountant. Whereas I see people go, I just need to do it all now in year one. And that's when businesses fail. So I uh, said so the biggest lesson is just take your time, enjoy it and just trust the process. Don't compare yourself to others. It's that yeah. thing of um, every, everybody's having an overnight success that's taken yeah. eight years in the making. <laughs> Obviously, I can make your business six figures in two months. And it's like, we all know that's not true. So just ignore the shiny object syndrome as well. Like just don't be fooled by it. Just, just like, just kind of focus on your business and you'll, you'll be fine. What's your favorite piece of software for your business? I would say at the minute it's got to be WordPress because obviously that's what we use for all our clients' businesses. Uh, what I love about WordPress is it's it's so well known that you can literally have any plugin and it'll be, um, at, you know, it'll connect well with WordPress. And also with that, people can actually update their own website. Mm. So that's what we've been trying to do at the minute as well is like, we feel that we don't want clients to feel like we're in control. We want the clients to feel they're in control. So if they want to update their text and image a video, I don't want them to feel like, oh, we have to pay extra for just to update something simple. So I would say WordPress is just brilliant for that. So as I say, we build the website, apply it to the, the system and then give them their login details and training and away they go. They can edit text, blogs, videos, whatever they need. And it's so versatile in the growth of your business as well. So wherever you start, maybe with just the basic five-page website, you can go anywhere with a platform like that. Yeah, and like, that's the thing with websites. It is literally your shop window on a website because I always say to clients, like, it's good to have social media, but don't rely on it because I've had cases where clients have said their Instagram's been shut down and they've lost all their audience, whereas having a website, that's your space on the internet and no one can take that away from you. Mm. So I definitely like always, always, if you can, just get some sort of web presence. Amazing. Love talking to you. Love reading your story. And then hearing these extra bits is just, it's brilliant. I'm so grateful for you being a part of Shine On You Crazy Daisy and can't wait to get this out to the world. Thanks, Thanks. Gemma. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for just £27 per month. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, www dot the daisy chain group dot com